Hi there, Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast for your ears. This time going to be reviewing the new 2021 movie, Candyman. Well, I'm a fan of the original movie. Matter of fact, before Sony ever released it on Blu-ray, I imported the UK version that was region-free that I could watch because I just really liked that movie and wanted it in high definition. Um, and I haven't watched it in years, wasn't a big fan of the sequel or anything, but I did watch it not too long ago and just thought, you know, it's a pretty good horror movie. Clive Barker, you know, Bernard Rose worked on it. It was, it was, it's solid to this day. It's still pretty solid, kind of dated, but still solid. So I'd heard a lot of things about the new version of Candyman, and I don't know that I was excited to see it or anything, but I like what Jordan Peele has done with horror movies the last few years. I think um, his productions of Get Out and Us were great. I didn't think they did too well with um, Antebellum. That was just kind of a flawed idea. But to do a new take on Candyman, I thought, well, the property was ripe for it. Didn't know if they were going to do a sequel or reboot or whatever. And it is kind of a sequel. It takes place in the same universe as the original movie. Short version of my review would be, watch it. It's good. It is a quality genre movie, the likes of which we don't usually get. Not this much time, effort, love, and money are spent on most of our horror movies these days. So that being said, go watch it. The longer version is, I've heard people talk about, well, it's kind of woke, you know, it's got all this uh, social commentary in it. Really? Horror movies were born out of social commentary. Uh, Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, you know, consumerism, you name it. Uh, you go back to the original Frankenstein movies. It, horror movies have always had social commentary in them. Sometimes it's done not very well. Sometimes it's done very, very well, like this movie. It doesn't exactly hit you over the head, but it's there. It's a, it's a, a deeper current that goes underneath this, this raging water flow of a movie. Um, no, it's not really a raging water flow of a movie. <laughs> it's incredibly well-directed. Uh, Nia DaCosta directed this. She's 32 years old, and I don't usually look up factoids like that, but I was watching some of the making of, behind-the-scenes stuff going, she's really young. How old is she? You know, And I looked it up. She's 32 years old. And she directed this movie that, honestly, would be from one of the greats. It's just the cinematography, the camera angles, the the vibe of the whole thing. It was just a very mature, very accomplished movie that I just, when it was over, I'm like, quality flick. You know, that's that's just not a popcorn munchin slasher movie. It's It's got a lot of thought, love, care. Uh, about a $25 million budget. Went on to make $77 million, so it was a hit. We'll probably see more. I hope we do. And I hope they do it in this vein, uh, because now that we've kind of reinvested ourselves into the story and kind of gotten things restarted again. There's there's a, a lot of ways this could go. I think the acting all around was great in the movie. Uh, really, I, I tried to pick a standout, but I thought everybody was really good in the movie. Um, I thought the directing was great. The cinematography was great. The music, it's got kind of this uh, Philip Glass feel, kind of that repetitious droning, thump, 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 thumping kind of thing going on. It's definitely not Philip Glass. It's a little more organic than that. Um but I thought the soundtrack was really good. Um, overall, you know, when the movie was over, short 90 minutes, it's like 91 minutes, it's short and it's done. Um, stay all the way through, like, you know, right up to the credits because you, you want to see. And I like, I wanted to make a, a special note that I like the art form. They do this puppetry kind of thing. Um, in the intro on the 4K Blu-ray menu, uh, over the end credits, and to tell some of the background story so they didn't have to show scenes from the older movies, that they could kind of tell that background story with these um, paper handmade puppet kind of 
things. It turns out that Jordan Peele's a big fan of puppetry. That's part of his background. Uh, Nia DaCosta, the director, is a big fan of puppetry. But I, it, it just gives the movie a little bit different feel, especially when I've got to wait through this very interesting uh, puppet display at the beginning before the menu even comes up on the 4k blu-ray i'm like this is really cool is the movie starting oh no this is just the menu oh wow and then once you get into the movie you see that they use that that puppetry more than once it it's unique it's different it gives it a very cool feel and the whole movie now if you're going to watch this like a movie like freaky or you know just your typical slasher movie i think you may be a little confused this does have some good gore. It does have some slasher moments, but it's not a brainless, um, you know, buxom ladies getting offed by a bad guy kind of horror movie. It has deeper things to say. It does have a creepy vibe throughout it. It does have some good gore scenes. It does have some good scares. Um but they're telling a good story here. You've got good actors doing good work. Um, you've got a director who knows what they're doing and is command of what they want to get out of the movie. And all in all, it's it's well put together. It doesn't it doesn't feel like, wow, I wish they had more of a budget or I wish they had more time or I wish they had more love or more technical abilities or what I all in all, I find very little to fault this movie. It's not exactly what I was expecting when I sat down to watch it based on what I'd heard and what I know about the previous movies. But on the flip side, when it was over, I was like, wow, I would watch that again soon, actually, because I want to get more out of it. I watched all the extras on the 4K. Uh, this is something I've noticed with some recent 4K releases, that if you just let the movie play, the the, the 4K will just go on. And, and this was with Universal and a few other movie studios' movies. Um, it'll just start playing the extras one after the other which I kind of like because um, when a movie's over, I usually get up, clean up the popcorn bowl or take the, the puppies out or whatever. I mean, I kind of let it play that music over the background because all of us are trained with Marvel movies that there might be some scene that pops up in the middle. So I just leave a movie on, start picking up, start cleaning up. And then I've noticed on a couple of these 4Ks that it just kept rolling and rolled right into one extra after another. And I'm like, Oh, well, I'll sit down and watch this. This is interesting. And the extras were not the typical, hey, we got a great director and we got a great script and we're making a great movie. No, this was more about them, all the thought behind it and why they did what they did and why they made some of the choices they made and that kind of thing. All in all, it's much more of a movie than I anticipated. I expected a, a, a you know, kind of a reboot, restart of an old horror flick, and I got much more than that. I think Candyman is one of the better movies of the year so far. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of shocked to be saying that, but it was actually pretty good for a horror movie. I would have liked a little more gore and scary stuff, but again, if this is um, kind of the intro to this universe again, restarting things, I'm all in on where it goes from here. Make a Candyman 2. I'll be there. So check it out. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Got links below to all my goodies. Going to be getting back into regular podcasts more often. Uh, I'm recording this at work because my home studio is just way too live. I hope to pick up some carpet and some other things this weekend. See if I can deaden that room so it'll sound more like this and not like that last podcast I did. So thank you very much for subscribing, liking, sharing, and listening. I hope you have a fantastic day. Mm -hmm.